Hi, I'm Dubba, I'm the Director of Music Tech Fest, and this is the MTF Podcast. Now we're going to do something a little different this week. I want to take you to our most recent event, MTF Pula, which we ran just last week in the region of Istria in Croatia. Now to be specific, we were running the MTF Labs at the world headquarters of InfoBip, their Pangea campus, in a place called Vodnjan. Uh, good morning and uh, welcome everybody once again to our uh, InfoBip Pangea campus here in Vodnjan. Uh, I'm really happy that we are all here today. Uh, creativity, innovation is uh, our fuel, something that Now, if you haven't heard of InfoBip, don't worry, they've heard of you. In fact, you probably have a message on your phone from them right now. If you've logged into your bank or to Facebook or WhatsApp or Uber or any of hundreds of other services and you received a text message with a code to enter into the website, it was InfoBip who sent you the message. That's kind of what they do. Global technology company, and although you're probably not their customer, you likely use their services pretty regularly. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Silvio Kutic, and uh, I'm the co-founder CEO of InfoBip. The company's owned and run by Silvio and his brother Roberto, along with their friend and CTO Isabel, not to mention close to another couple of thousand people working in over 60 locations all over the world. Pangea Campus is HQ, a huge, impressive new building on a site that's been developed with all the needs of a high-tech global IT firm. And to say it's a stone's throw from where Silvio and Roberto grew up is not an exaggeration. With a good arm, you could literally hit their family home with a rock from the balcony. I asked Silvio to show me around a little. Yeah, so here we are at uh, the Pangea Campus uh, We've been working on this project for two and a half years, so we've been involved in this project, uh, Roberto and I, directly, and uh, our company almost bankrupted because we've been just working on this here. But, you know, it's like really nice now, and uh, it's like really uh, developed and constructed to suit our needs, you know. Uh, so we are here, it's like uh, the terrain is uh, on uh, 17,000 square meters. Uh, this building here is uh, our office building, but inside we have the restaurant, uh, the gym, squash, everything what we need to like work good and healthy. So good food also you need, you know. And yeah, it's incredibly impressive and beautiful. Stone and glass, an open social kind of place, and this being Istria, olive trees growing right out front. And we were there thanks to the work of this woman. Uh, my name is Monika Ivanovic. I work uh, in InfoBip in the office uh, in Vodnjan and I'm a project manager in strategic growth and development department. So first, Monika asked me to show, okay, how we are so large company, what's the main difference between a US company and a Croatian one? You know, like every respectable IT company, we started from a garage 200 meters from here. Uh, let's say this is American style garage. Croatian style garage. <laughs> That's not the picture from the garage, it's more mess in my garage, you know. Uh, my name is Michaela Magus. I am an enabler, it's what, how I describe what I do usually, but um, as it happens in this case, I'm a director of MTF Labs and I'm the curator of the experts whom I have cherry picked from our community. So if you've been to an MTF event or read anything at all about Music Tech Fest or indeed pretty much anything about European innovation policy or if you've been to some kind of industry innovation thought leader type event pretty much anywhere in the world, Michaela might be familiar to you. She's both the founder of MTF and our point of connection here. 
Well, I met Monica at a conference organized by the European Commission um, when I was uh, holding a keynote. I heard about MTF before, and then I had this opportunity to um, get introduced to Michaela Magash, which was like um, a year ago, I think, at a conference in Zagreb, and we started talking, and I found it like fascinating what she was doing. And she approached me afterwards and said, this is you know, fantastic, and we would really love to run something like this have you ever heard of infobip infobip is a company it company and uh, like we are a communication platform as a service and uh, basically our uh, like uh, vision what we are doing is like uh, so we are creating seamless interaction between businesses and people but basically we are helping humans to interact with various services in some easier quicker ways uh, with all the available technologies and I think at the same point when I was telling her the, the story of Infobib she also found it quite interesting and exciting that there is a company like Infobib in Croatia one of the most impressive European unicorns um, that has grown entirely based on local culture and grown out of um, an area of Europe that has been politically and economically troubled in the past, where you might not expect such a success story. And it was a success story that answers a question that often gets thrown around in European policy circles, namely, where are the big software unicorn companies in Europe? Where's our Google, our Facebook? And in fact, Infobip kind of invented Facebook before Facebook. Uh, 10th of August 2002, we presented this uh, project. We had many people coming on the presentation, the mayors of all the big cities here from Istria, about 100 citizens also. Uh, we didn't finish really the application, the platform was not finished for that day. We've been working the whole night and directly went to the presentation. And we said, okay, let's present what we have. Let's collect on the entrance the phone numbers of everybody, you know, of all this, uh, especially of the politicians, to have some uh, good uh, info here. And then when I click on this some insignificant link here, everybody will receive a message, welcome to the virtual community, you know. We presented this there and I just clicked this link, everybody received a message, welcome to the virtual community. And it was like a big successful presentation. After that, we went like for having lunch and a small party with these uh, politicians and all these other crew. But these other people went home, started to click on the website, you know. And after a few hours, the mayor said, guys, are you normal? Everybody already received 100 messages, you know, they've been clicking this link. <laughs> so this was our first epic fail, you know. So we started talking about us uh, coming to MTF in um, Stockholm, but it was like a um, really narrow window for us, and I really couldn't get all the people to participate at, at that particular moment. So we said, okay, let's leave it for next year. And then this year, we kind of early on started talking of what to do, and this really great idea popped up, and I was like, yeah, let's do it here. You know, let's, let's invite all these people here, because I think this is a really great community and great environment for people to create something completely new and I think it's also a great opportunity to involve more more beepers and more, more empty efforts to, to come and work together so it was like a mix and match it's like oh yes perfect let's do that so um, yeah I think it kind of came natural with everything that the MTF community is doing and everything that we are doing it just kind of like clicked and bonded at some point and that was it. We brought over 10 selected experts from all over the world from our global community um, they are specialists in a variety of different uh, areas of research and in techniques um, vocal AI cymatics, synesthesia data visualizations generative music, neural networks 
really a variety of excellent skills that can be very interesting when combining with industrial APIs, particularly in the case of InfoBib, APIs which deal with communication, um, SMS and voice. My name is Kelly Snook. I do a large number of things, but I, I mostly make, I design new musical instruments that can be played in the physical world and on computers. I am Ginger Lee. I am from Orlando, Florida. I create professionally under the name Synthestruct, and I visualize sound. I work with data and sensors and create interactive experiences and basically find all different sorts of ways to merge science and visuals and sound and all the things I love into single projects so that I can do many things at once. Uh, my name is Tim Yates. I'm from London. Uh, I'm here uh, helping to run the hack, and I'm also working on various different projects with people. I've brought uh, a kit with me, and I'm kind of trying to help people with various different elements of their projects. Hi, my name is LJ Rich, and I'm from London in the UK. The reason I come to Music Tech Fest again and again, it's not just the people, it's not just the ideas, it's the opportunity for us to all grow ideas together. And it's always good fun and always very tiring. I am CJ Carr. Uh, I publish scientific research on eliminating humans from death metal, <laughs> um, uh, which is not a joke. You know, I, I find it when doing projects, there's like different kinds of motivations, and there's different emotions that you have when you work on a project. And when you want to do something very, very hard, like something technical, involves programming, involves reading a lot and experimenting a lot, something like machine learning, um, it can be pretty easy to get frustrated along the way but if you're doing something that's amusing is like funny to you while you're doing it the frustration doesn't even matter because <laughs> it's funny that you're even trying so we're in Croatia we've brought along a bunch of really amazing and diverse MTF innovators with different expertise and we've landed at InfoBip's Pangea campus Pangea uh, Pangea is like this super continent that was like uh, about 330 million years ago you know where uh, where all these continents created just one continent and uh, so for us this is like a metaphoric uh, meaning you know because like uh, all these people from different nationalities different backgrounds from different offices geographies are coming to one place to work together create together innovate together uh, work together and drink together also you know this is very important you know because like you maybe work with somebody here for one two years you never seen him because he's maybe in Myanmar and you are in Brazil. Uh -huh. So this is our place of meetings and this is like Pangea, you know. It's your supercontinent. Yeah, our supercontinent, yeah. Uh, my name is Igor, I'm from InfoBip and I work in product marketing. Um, I'm Maria Escobar and I'm from Colombia. Yeah, so my name is Wesley Rose and I'm actually from Vancouver, British Columbia, so Canada. So my name is Nitish. I'm from uh, Bangalore, India. Yeah, so my name is Darko Ettinger. I'm the Vice Dean and Assistant Professor at the Faculty of Informatics at the University uh, at the Brilla in Pula. Uh, what I do else, I'm a vocalist and guitarist for a death metal band called Infernal Tenebra. Uh, it's an international band. We toured throughout Europe, uh, Japan, and some uh, gigs around the world. I'm Rafał Novak. I'm uh, from Poland originally, but I'm uh, working in the office in Vienna. Hi, I'm Mariano. I'm from Pula. I work in InfoBip and my background is music because I graduated the uh, Music Academy. 
So this lab, it's super interesting to put the two things together, the technology, SMS and music together. Maybe we can, we can okay, okay. try to find it. No problem. I was in tutorials. Yeah, let's try to find it. Uh, so here today, we are uh, um, doing the MTF labs at Infobip, which is uh, something very new and exciting. I think, I think of them as innovation laboratories where people actually get to be creative and experiment with their ideas. Some of the ideas are obviously connected to what we do here in Infobip and our platform and the product we have, which is called Voice. But I think it's also much more than that because people get to uh, hear other people from different industries and different you know, uh, backgrounds uh, with what they are doing and experimenting with. And I'm kind of hoping that by end of these labs tomorrow we will have some really great mixtures of ideas and some really crazy things coming up as a result. So, for example, since you can't send me the data, could I then create something that sends back to you and manipulates the data on your end? We can uh, extract some kind of data from this production and export it in CSV file, I guess, or something. Uh, oh, it's magic. <laughs> it's absolute magic. Um, of course, the participants in MTF Labs tend to be people who are accomplished in, in particular areas of either computer science or other different types of sciences or the arts or the crossover, ideally, between those. So what we do is we run them through some really full-on inspiration, I mean, sort of high-level stuff that people haven't seen before and that, that they haven't been exposed to, they haven't thought about. They are taught how to join the dots between what they do and these moments of inspiration. And each one of them will do it in their own way. Yeah, you gave it, it 186 or something, but actually you've given it 360, but because it's fallen off the end. Yeah, yeah, it goes the other way. It goes the other way. So let's see if, the, if I can find the actual... So this has to do with the library? No, this, this is going to be the maximum. I'd be amazed if it wasn't. And so over the course of a few days, a group of people, some of whom are extremely technically minded, some of whom thought they weren't at all, they make things. And they make things together. And the thing that stands out is that it's not divided into experts and beginners. Everyone's an expert. Everyone's a beginner. And it's, you know, it's really great when you're an expert in one thing, or people consider you an expert in one thing. It's just so great to be able to keep going to places where you can employ beginner's mind and be a beginner at a bunch of different things and hopefully assist other people who are a beginner in whatever fields you have are less of a beginner in. But I really like that beginner's mind set that we have here. And people kind of know their areas of particular ex where they excel, but they also are not afraid to just dive into things that maybe they don't and then you know just be beginners and I, I really like that a lot yeah so I wrote this like few years ago you know like uh, maybe we don't have well defined like this American companies our culture you know values and all these fluffy things you know but we think that you know we are humble engineers what means humble engineers not everybody here are engineers by profession you know but humbleness is like a really good thing for us like an attitude to be humble you know but engineers, that means understanding the things, trying to build better things, better products, better optimization, or something. It's trying to build new ideas. You know, this means engineering mentality, even for salespeople. That's our culture here.
And I think it's also very important for us to go back to our roots as a company because innovation has always been like a part of DNA of, of Infobip, but sometimes we get very busy with our daily works. We kind of forget to stop and think and innovate. So I'm kind of thinking that this is a perfect place for people to be creative and innovative. And also, I think it's a great way to also uh, go back to the community because... Uh, we also invited a couple of people from the University of Pula and we've also been cooperating in the MTF Pula with the university. So it's kind of like a, this good mixture of business and, and education and just like creative things popping up. So It's, it's really uh, match made in heaven when it really works and um, it seems to be working really, really well. Um, on a second day of the labs, uh, the atmosphere in the room has been palpable, so the enthusiasm has been palpable and the atmosphere has, has uh, the volume in the room has grown um, and it all happened at a particular moment when all of them collectively joined a few dots and realised uh, the potential of linking their own APIs uh, with some of the new kinds of thinking and new sorts of applications that our innovators have been developing. So he's using his beta to theta ratio and so it's analyzing his brain waves in real time and it's using that to detect the level of focus in the present environment in front of him and so this gives him an object to focus on and the more focused he becomes the more active it becomes so it gives him a reward and something to focus more on. Uh, it's usually projected large scale so then um, when he's focusing on it it's that, more uh, why are we using WhatsApp instead of SMS? Your left hand, uh, your left hand one finger point is a melody. This is the defined arpeggio there, and as you're going up and down, make a one finger proper one. I really don't get understood. So I've got a few more. The one that's really taxing and amusing is the crying while laughing. How do you represent that in under a second? I'm, I was just afraid to really squeeze them. That, that's why I did the lazy one. That's pretty fun. This one does only the up and down rate. The engagement uh, by Infobip employees, the reactions to what they were shown, the, the, the surprised journalist who came up with an innovation idea. Andrei Dimitrievich, TV journalist until recently, now I'm in online. He came there to report. He never thought he would come up with an idea. He said he got so inspired. Because I'm a journalist and uh, I care for the people, I, I have to work for the people. So uh, why not do something that goes in line with maybe my activism? Idea which then everybody... Um, everybody got to the task of building. Uh, application that's free for download for everybody and then they can uh, take that application, uh, the citizens, and rate their mood from 1 to 10 or the situation in, in, in the city and then uh, to give their voice comment or, or to write okay, today is good, uh, town is okay or today is terrible because another criminal was liberated, whatever. Uh, so that would go into algorithm or AI who would uh, then transform all of it into happy or sad distorted music and then uh, that would play out on the monitor uh, with speakers in front of government building or city hall. So that sense of camaraderie, surprise element, um, that's great fun. So the most valuable thing that I've gotten from this workshop is uh, pushing my own mental boundaries because you're challenging yourself to really 
uh, create something that is not business related, but it's uh, mostly your own creativity, uh, taking into account your background, with your skills, and also uh, using other people's skills, which is very interesting uh, to put into like play. Uh, so the point of MTF Labs, I find, is to bring together many, many different people from different backgrounds that all have something to offer um, that may not even realize that they do, um, and to put them in a room together and to have them explore ideas and open up and really just experiment. And I think that's the, the most important part is the experimentation, because when you remove any limitations of if you focus on what's possible, then you're not going to really um, maybe invent something new or interesting. But if you remove that limitation and you allow yourself to experiment and explore just really anything that, that you want to try, then that's where interesting things emerge and you have these amazing inventions and ideas that may not have been possible had you not brought everybody in this room together. Uh, not feeling like an outsider. And I thought I would since I, I don't have like a real tech background and I don't play any instruments. I just love music and I find myself creative. But here the guys didn't make me feel like an outsider. I contributed in like the same amount as everybody else. So that's probably the, the favorite part. Uh, we can go here to the academy if you want. Yeah, sure. So like uh, here uh, every beeper that we employ like anywhere in the world for any department uh, is first coming here for a two weeks uh, orientation week on our academy and uh, so they have like two weeks about the company about the industry they are learning uh, about the, the departments how to communicate with whom what we are doing about our products you know about the landscape, the market, where we are going, where the market is going, how to position ourselves here. So after these two weeks, they are like fully charged to start already in this new world, let's say. Now it's like not anybody here, but on Monday we have a new academy. It will be our 65th. And uh, yeah, so like uh, we are at this moment employing about uh, from 80 to 100 people uh, monthly. So we have uh, two academies, 40 to 50 people uh, each month. They cultivate the local community aspect and they have somehow miraculously managed to scale a company without losing that sense of community. And it, that was particularly palpable the moment that their employees from other sites around the globe turned up and the way they talked about the company and the way they talked about their sense of community even from those distant locations. This seems to be an incredibly important element of InfoBIP's culture. And it is wonderful because obviously community is something that's central to our way of thinking at MTF and our global community also. Whenever they gather, there is this incredible sense of cohesion and just thinking of, for instance, MTF Stockholm and the the main labs there, the expert labs, which grew from 30 people to 90 people from all over the world. And everybody understands the benefits of having this community ethos, how much each person then benefits from the common intelligence. And I believe InfoBib is built in much the same way. I have to ask, what were you like as a child? What were you into? What were, you, were you making things? Were you an engineering brain when you were at school? Yeah, I always liked, you know, uh, mathematics, physics, and I was the, uh, 
programming, developing already the elementary school, uh, of course with a spectrum, if you know this type of computer, <laughs> you know I started with a spectrum, From this was my first computer and you know like I, I, already, uh, I really like to play games, you know, but they forbidden me to play games and then I started to program games. Okay. <laughs> was this a ZX81? Uh, ZX48. 48? Yeah. Uh -huh. Plus. That's the important <laughs> With these gum, uh, gum uh, buttons. Yes, know. yeah, the rubber buttons. The rubber yeah. buttons, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, here is the Maybe we can go upstairs to see what Roberto is doing and on this MTF also. Very tall. <laughs> they are, um, um, they're guys that get on with their stuff. They're guys that know their stuff and they get on with it. Um, they don't shout about it. This looks like the, uh, we have where all, all the big decisions are made. Yeah, every morning we have our board meetings here. Roberta, a few minutes just. Uh, yes, please. No, no problem, what is happening here? Yeah. So, do you want to just very quickly say who you are and what you do? Ah, very interesting question. Thank you for the question. <laughs> I'm Roberta Kutic, the CO2 of InfoBip. Right, you're the carbon dioxide. Yes. Fantastic. And so what does that mean? What do you do? Yeah, I'm organizing and disorganizing uh, the company. And they seem to have great awareness when you ask them questions about all kinds of things. And obviously they've had to make some very serious business decisions and deal with major global players. So they're obviously very aware of how to conduct business or how to scale their company, uh, how to take risks. But at the heart, they are still located in the local community. Also, they have grown this company in a country that has been troubled by serious wars and, and serious economic issues and transformations. And um, they have learned to navigate major challenges in order to get what they've got to. So, basically, they're very impressive guys. What's it like working with your brother? Huh? What? What is it like working with your brother? Uh, it's very difficult. <laughs> very challenging. Like uh, every time with brothers. So, so um, we're finding the best way to, to sonify the information. And so, one option is for her to manually train a, a set of it. And so, she's asking how long that would take for her to basically go through, and, like, for example, keywords. Yeah, so certain keywords or certain moves. Very efficient. So, let's say that's like. Um, it won't transfer the heat very effectively. So you need enough solder on the tip. Ah, you need to put you need a little bit of solder on the tip so that then that transfers the heat. You see how that works? Yeah. And then it transfers the heat more easily. Okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. all you're doing with the solder. So you want to make something that's controlled, um, some parameter of it that's mood-wise. Um, and those are currently not my bra audio nets. They don't have that kind of control yet. Um, but, but trying to create sonic idents for emojis so that we can listen to the sentiment in text messages around the world. Uh, what's special, I think, is the, um, the way that ideas, that there's space in these events for ideas to bounce around. People can try things that they've never tried before. People can leverage other people's expertise. Um, ideas can go in different directions that somebody on their own wouldn't be able to, to push them in because they wouldn't necessarily have the expertise or the knowledge of a particular area to take them in and it means that everybody can broaden their creative practice and their output and learn from each other, which is a rare opportunity. It's super, I mean, it's incredible that all these people can gather together to exchange thoughts, 
thinking uh, their experience and put, put it together from different fields to create something new. Would it be used for something or just creation on its own, but it's really amazing. So I'm super happy because I didn't think to meet uh, so much different people with different, from different fields and different experiences. So it's really beautiful. And all of a sudden everybody just jumped on it and started to develop new ideas. And it literally happened at the same time for everybody. Um, and this was really nice to see. There was this moment where they connected their talents, um, which they tend to use outside their workplace. So it turns out that most BIPPers that we have, in fact, I think every single one that is part of our labs, and there's 44 of them, either plays in a band or plays an instrument or um, is creative in other ways, like uh, creative cu uh, cuisine or is um, into uh, woodworking or some other kind of creative skill. And they never thought about combining those with their uh, with their everyday work um, and all of a sudden uh, the combination of inputs and ideas and these kind of new directions and the idea that they could actually, they were allowed to combine this creative thinking that they sometimes use with their everyday skills turned out to be uh, really quite explosive actually, the whole kind of the, the volume uh, of, of, of discussion and, and ideas coming out of everyone literally rose. So, uh, so that sort of impact is wonderful to see and then the sort of new kinds of ideas and applications that um, have been coming out are also very, very interesting. They are early prototypes because we have very short time available to us but at the same time they, uh, we are now looking at how they can be applied to various different uh, businesses. Or couldn't you technically like, paint a and string and it becomes as long as the string? So um, you can see from uh, the people what they are doing, they are interacting, they are thinking uh, about um, innovation, small innovation projects that also today they will present to us, small ideas also for the future and how to connect uh, together different uh, uh, technology and uh, arts, and also arts like music and our products and then how to make it uh, on some uh, better level of human interaction with technology. Um, my favorite part of the MTF is probably the people. <laughs> I, I just love how we started up with two quite separate groups. Um, one working with like really creative stuff and being musicians and, and creatives. And then we had the engineering group who was very much into uh, what is the output of this and what are we going to do. And um, it's, it was really interesting to see how over this just a couple of days those two groups kind of mixed and matched and now they've done some brilliant work together. So the company culture is to challenge, is to think differently, uh, to motivate our people, our employees uh, to be part of uh, what we are trying to achieve, uh, to help them to understand that technology is some, something that is not uh, physically here but we have to reinvent, to invent, and then to connect the things differently. So this is uh, also this type of people that is an MTF, they are very creative. You, you, you can see how they dress, how they act, and the solution that they are giving, to, and the ideas which are coming out. And so this is uh, like a core belief for us that things can be better. Um, well, for me personally, I think it's a really... Um 
I'm, I'm really honored that the MTF crew kind of came here and decided to work with us because this is something quite new for us. And, and the, the level of the creativity and innovation then comes out of the synergy of uh, both InfoBeepers and uh, the MTF community working together is amazing. So at first I was a bit scared if this is really going to work because I thought, oh my god, this is two very different groups and what's going to happen. But in the end everything like just fell to place and um, I guess on a personal level I have more confidence that it's really possible to do this and that we can actually uh, do innovation in a quite different way and see what happens and something really good will probably happen when you put a lot of intelligent people in the same room and they start with working together. And I think this is also the value for InfoVip as well, to uh, have the possibility to include our employees to work with such great creative people and for them to be able to express their creativity because um, more often than not our daily jobs don't provide this opportunity for us to work in such an environment and I think this is really necessary for people to really grow and thrive uh, with their business. So I think this is very big important of us being an innovative company and having events like this more often. Fantastic and what an amazing place to do it and yeah, the view is incredible. I hope you like it here. Yes it's similar like in New Zealand. It's like New Zealand mm -hmm. you're right. Yeah absolutely fantastic. Thank <laughs> you.